the Guy Fieri of podcast bass players handing out one-way tickets to Flavortown. It's Fish B over there. Gladys sleeps behind me. Bonjour, amigos. Bienvenido, secret friends. Where do we even start on a day like today? Happy President's Day and best of luck in your furniture transactions. Wish you the best. I really do. So Donald Trump is no stranger to saying things that are truly and utterly ridiculous. You could build an Egyptian pyramid that would go to Saturn if you were to combine every ridiculous thing that's been said by Donald John Trump. That said, of all the things I've heard him say and do, this might be the dumbest. Over the weekend, speaking to a crowd of adoring fans, Trump gets lost on one of his tangents, and heaven help us when he does, but then thank goodness, because how else will we build the pyramid of lies to Saturn? Biden's lies could only get you to the moon. That's where most politicians will get you. But Trump is orders of magnitude more impressive in his pyramid building. Uh, but Trump said he's been through his entire life without finding what the N-word was. Yes, Trump has dabbled into the... Rock'em, sock'em, never gonna win. Don't even fucking bother. The most taboo word in American English. Trump is playing off like he didn't know what the N-word was. He had to wait till he was well into his 70s to figure it out. And you know what word? It's, um... Trump said he finally figured out uh, uh, the N-word. And, of course, the N-word, if you're Trump, get ready, Fishby. The N-word, if you're Trump, is... Indictment. <laughs> indictment is the is the N word. That's 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 the one. That's the that's the taboo word that no one wanted to correctly touch. Uh, the new N word. If you're Trump, is indictment. And I thought that this podcast would go on. Bravely facing the future every single day, staring down the consequences. Uh, I didn't think we were going to bring up the name George Santos again. But to say the new N-word is indictment, that rivals George Santos in Jewish, does it not? I'll probably need another three, four, five years to fully process which statement is more ridiculous. But right now, that is uh, betting odds dead even 
in Vegas. And by betting odds, I mean imaginary uh, betting odds of what is more ridiculous, N-word for indictment, or George Santos and Jew-ish. Also from seemingly the land of make-believe that is crossed over to reality, Donald John Trump was at SneakerCon in Philadelphia, and I'm a little jealous. SneakerCon, I've never been, but as a huge fan of shoes. I mean, it, it it's architecture meets fashion meets style meets function. I fucking love sneakers, man. Fucking love them. I'd love to go to SneakerCon. So Trump goes to SneakerCon to unveil the ugliest pair of gold high tops in the history of fashionable footwear. Can we all agree on that? But I'm staring at these things. I'm like, I've seen those high tops somewhere. Like, I've seen them somewhere before. Where have I seen them? And then I thought back to the Super Bowl. And then I thought back to the playoffs. And then I thought back to not only this year, but I think the last few years. They don't show them very often, but they are inevitably a part of the coverage of an NFL game at some point. But if you've ever noticed the San Francisco 49er cheerleaders, and, and we can debate at some other time. The, the, the appropriateness of, uh, of cheerleaders and dance teams and why they're there and all that. That's not what we're talking about here. The 49er cheerleaders have kind of become famous because they wear these booty shorts and high tops. What kind of high tops did the San Francisco 49er cheerleaders wear? Oh, that's right, Robert Langdon and Sophie Nouveau. You've got it. You, you've unlocked the cryptology. The Trump sneakers are damn near the same fucking thing that are worn every single Sunday where the San Francisco 49er dance team dances their ass off to those shoes. And I think if Trump is going to bring out those sneakers, I wish that he would wear them everywhere he went for the rest of his life. If he's not cremated, may the man be buried one day in the future in those sneakers. They are something. I, wa I want him to wear them. I want everyone to wear them. I want, I want Kanye West and Bianca to wear them when they're out in public doing God knows what. When Britney Spears is on the internet juggling knives, I want her. In those Trump shoes, they are something fucking wow. And also wow. I mean, this is a dumb thing to say. The tragic news over the weekend of the assassination, the murder of Navalny in a Russian prison. And of course, that's Trump's buddy, Putin. But Trump found a way to compare himself to Navalny as a persecuted hero 
a martyr for the masses, sparking a revolution. I'm not sure Trump knows what he's talking about. Fish B, do you have anything to... What's my favorite hot sauce? We weren't talking about hot sauce. We were talking about shoes. The new N-word is indictment. And Trump thinks he's the American Navalny. Okie dokie. Not talking about hot sauce. Let's do Fish B's question, shall we? After all, that's what the music's for. Lo and behold, Lord Lefty Widerright, esteemed manager of the Bent Dick Carpet Barn. It's me, Fishby. And what's the best reality show on TV? And is Rachel Dolezal your Spokane hero? And brilliant question. Today's category is decades. Decades. Not to be confused with something Fish B desperately needs, which would be a decade. It's a... Damn, you're gonna fall off unless he finds a, a decade. Is there a urologist in the house? No, this is this is decades. This is dec decades. Fish B, I don't... Your names are really something. Can I read this one again? Just fucking like it? Lo and behold, Lord Lefty Whiterite, esteemed manager of the Bent Dick Carpet Barn. Have you seen their benefits package? It's an honor to be the esteemed manager of the Bent Dick Carpet Barn. What's the best reality show on TV? The answer is sports. <laughs> the answer is the NFL. Um, but I'll tell you what. I've watched all four seasons, and it's, it's a tragedy. YouTube TV doesn't have the History Channel, so I have to wait till these things appear on Hulu. Just last week, they put up season four, The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. This show is fascinating. It, it, if you're not familiar, it, it, it's a ranch in Utah. There's a lot of paranormal events, and usually when it comes to the paranormal, I'm pretty much agnostic, if, if, if not immediately skeptical. If this place had a circle K, strange things are afoot at the Skinwalker Ranch. And if you're interested in science and LIDAR radar and setting up scientific tests to kind of measure what's going on, I mean, there's been four seasons of it. It's fucking fascinating. It really is. I love that show. I do. It's fucking addictive. Dr. Travis Taylor. Um. So that's my favorite reality show, The Skinwalker Ranch. And is Rachel Dolezal your Spokane hero? 
Now, does everyone remember who Rachel Dolezal is? She was the teacher. She was teaching, like, African-American studies, uh, masquerading, tricking the world. She was living as a, a black woman, but she was not. She was living as a white woman with, uh, I don't know, a fake fucking tan and some hair. I don't fucking know, but... Anyway, so she was, she was laughed out of town. She's from Spokane. This is, this is where this happened. And Spokane in the Pacific Northwest is where I am. It's where Gonzaga University is. So Rachel Dolezal was down and found another teaching gig in Arizona. But because she's Rachel Dolezal and seems destined to just do weird shit. Uh, despite the fact that she was teaching young children, she was also on OnlyFans. She was found out and at least lost the teaching job, which means OnlyFans is going to have to be turned up a notch. But Spokane's got some real heroes. I mean, Ryan Sandberg, sadly, cancer diagnosis, but... Mark Rippon, John Stockton, Craig T. Nelson. He was TV's coach. Bing Crosby. I'm going to go with Craig T. Nelson. All right, let's get to Fishbee's brilliant question. The category is decades. Fishbee says for 300 points, which isn't right. Ignore that. What decade was the very first President's Day? What decade? Very first President's Day? I don't know, so I'm going to guess the 1930s. Final answer, Reg. In 1879, President's Day became a holiday for federal employees. Then in 1968, the Uniform Monday Holiday Law became the third Monday in February, starting in 1971 to present. It's like a combo of Washington and Lincoln's birthday. Washington, Feb 22. Lincoln, Feb 12. Thank you, Fishby. Thank you. Uh, did you know that there is an official food of President's Day? And that official food is cherry pie, warrant fans. Spokesmodel of Star Search, Bobby Brown. Everybody, Bobby Brown. Uh, we only have 15 minutes up by noon at the latest every single weekday until the wheels fall off. Till manana. Say adios, Fishbee.